0: yo what's going on guys my name is chandler the geek slays and welcome back to the scuffed ass podcast episode 97 and it's christmas time again man that's wild to say uh the day of recording and when this is live we are three days before christmas the day this will be published for you guys on youtube and spotify soundcloud apple podcasts all those places My volume will be on on the computer behind me. Uh, No, uh, it will be published on Christmas Eve. So this is kind of a Christmassy episode, right? Um, So yeah, going to talk a little bit about Christmas. I don't have a guest, wasn't able to find one for this week. Makes sense, people are busy, it's the holidays, you know. Um, But yeah. How is everyone doing? Um, so, yeah, I guess let's just jump into talking about this stuff, right? Um, so, I know a lot of people do Christmas very aggressively. I am not a super big Christmas guy. Me and Christmas are not good friends, right? Um, you know, I, I've had bad experiences in my life with Christmas. Uh, I've been kicked out of Christmas before, so that's always fun. Um, and you know, when that happens, it's tough. You know, you gotta. You ever try to find a place to stay or hang out on Christmas? It's 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 aggressive. It's tough to do. Um, but I mean, there are still things about it that can be fun I mean spending time with family Christmas dinner is always good um but I mean there's never anything super fun like I don't care about gifts on Christmas like I don't need Christmas gifts I don't care about giving gifts I feel like you can do that whenever you know um there, there are always times to give out gifts. You can just give, you can just give a person a gift in the middle of July. I don't know why there needs to be some random holiday. I don't know why a certain religion has to try to claim a holiday that has nothing to do with what they say it does. I mean, it Chris Christmas has nothing to do with the birth of Christ. Christ was born in like April. If you read the Bible, and he was born in the springtime, not in winter. Um, So, yeah, that's weird. And then, like, all the traditions, the gift-giving, the Yule log, the feast, the bringing the tree inside and decorating it, those are pagan. Those are pagan traditions for the holiday called Yule. You're celebrating Yule, not Christmas, but whatever. It is what it is. You got to do what you got to do. But, yeah, it's been interesting. This year, more than any other year, I feel like, does not feel like Christmas at all. Sure, there are Christmas lights and there's Christmas music, but there is nothing Christmassy about the world right now. You know, Um, yeah, nothing feels very Christmassy today. Or lately. Um, I mean, we got some good movies. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home came out. Shit's fucking amazing. If you haven't seen it, please go do. It's so good. Um, the Matrix Resurrection came out. I need to go watch that sometime this weekend. Hawkeye just wrapped up. The Hawkeye show. So good. So good. Maybe the best of the Marvel TV shows. Um, You know, and... But this is another one of those years. It's just like last year and even the year before. The video games coming out around Christmas time, which is normally like the perk of Christmas is a bunch of video game releases. This year we got Halo, which is dope. I love Halo Infinite. But video games suck lately, man. I mean, we got... Halo this year. And that's it. COD sucks. Battlefield sucks. The anti cheat for COD doesn't actually fucking do anything. Um it's just not useful, right? And then there are no good that like all the good games just keep getting pushed back, which I'm fine with. I'm on record. Saying, if if you're going to produce a game and it's not ready, push it back. I, I would rather wait an extra year. Fuck, I'd even wait two years for a good game. Rather than have it release now and suck on release. And then in two years when it's ready, the studio, the publisher, everyone's already done with it. I don't want that to be a thing. You know, that doesn't need to be how it goes. You know, I, I am excited. I've seen a lot of exciting things uh, from fellow streamers. Big things, big good things happening for them. Feels nice to see good things happening for people. Um, yeah, I just don't know, man. Jesus, the NFL's co- new COVID list is out. And, uh, is it as bad? Justin Matabuki is on it. Geno Stone. The Ravens have a couple guys. Um, it's definitely not as bad. Greg Newsome for the Browns. Yeah, De- Ashton Davis for the Jets. That one's tough. But it's definitely not as bad as last week, so that's good. Where Washington's Cole Holcomb, that's not great, but it it doesn't seem as bad, so that's good. Not should be no real worry about, uh, you know, the league having to shut down for another week only 33 guys apparently are on the list Austin Eckler was apparently one of the guys which is insane uh it's the NFL's getting wild man this NFL season's been weird it's also weird that there's going to be NFL football on Christmas that doesn't feel right Christmas is a basketball holiday not a football holiday but whatever It is what it is, right? It is what it is. I think the Vikings play the Rams this weekend, which is scary. Going to need big things from the Vikings if we're going to beat the Rams. Buccaneers signed Le'Veon Bell. I know, I'm supposed to be talking about Christmas. Um, so, my I'm curious. I want everybody to let me know in the comment section on the YouTube video or just whatever Tweet it at me. Your favorite Christmas movies. Um, I'm not a big Christmas movie guy. But I know a lot of people say Die Hard, which I don't view as a Christmas movie. But if we're going to call Die Hard a Christmas movie, then i get to call hawkeye a christmas tv show and i get to claim that is my favorite christmas movie my favorite christmas media right so i'm going to go with hawkeye it's so good i i genuinely loved it um god i'm i'm not i'm just so not in on christmas you know so I don't know I don't know what to do. Um but I do want to shout out myself as if I'm a sponsor. So if you guys head over to geeksgear.store we still for the next 9 days, yeah, it's 9 days have the Geekmas uh, logo stuff up. The Ugly Christmas sweater if you want to get one. All the Geekmas logo stuff. Until the end of December, we have the Execute Episode 66 and the Episode 69 limited time merch. For the last time ever, it will never be coming back. Um, we have, you know, the regular Geek Slays, Scuffed Ass Podcast, Super team Merch. But then we got the new stuff. We got the phrasing merch since, you know, been using phrasing a lot. Brains are weird. These designs are so good. Shout out to Andy. Um, Beautiful, beautiful designs. Um, They just, they turned out so goddamn good. All three of them that he did. But yeah, we got the Brains are weird. We got the Make America Wonder merch up and live now. It looks so good. And lastly, I'll show you on the blanket. We got the This Blanket Gets More Action Than I Do. 100% guaranteed. No, seriously. it. They all look so good. I'm so hyped about it. Um, if you guys want to go get those, you want to check stuff out, head over to GeeksGear.store. And uh, yeah, it's all good stuff. I'm not good at running ads yet. It's almost like I've never had to do it. It's almost like I'm using geeksgear.store ad placements as a way to train myself for if I ever get sponsorship opportunities with an actual company. It's almost like I'm training now for later, you know? At least that's the goal. Because maybe, just maybe we can be prepared for then. Yikes, man. The internet's a weird place that I don't love to be. The Doctor Strange and the Multiverse Madness trailer dropped. Even though it was, like, the final post credit scene for Spider-Man No Way Home. And it was so good. God, people are already talking about Spider-Man 4. Who will the villains be? I... Either, uh, you know... it, It feels too early to talk about it. You know, but I'm ready for it, I guess. He does... I feel like a good one's going to be... Who's a good Spider-Man villain? It's got to be like Scorpion, right? They've already teased Scorpion. It's got to be Scorpion. Or maybe it'll end up being like Morbius or Kraven the Hunter, somebody who's getting their own movie. I mean... I'm not going to spoil things, but, you know, there's a lot of options for that. Um, All right. I'm going to move away from trying to talk about Christmas since it's just not really working. I'm going to go into talking about football a little bit because I I just saw this tweet from Theo Ash, right? He's like not a big positional value guy, but I really do think wide receiver is incredibly overrated in that area with how many historic wide receiver draft classes there have been in the last six years. It's interesting, right? Uh, Good wide receivers don't do a ton for your team if your team isn't good. Right, like if you have a shitty O line and a shitty quarterback, you're not gonna good wide receivers aren't gonna do anything for you to a point. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins played fine in Houston, but he's not winning you a game. Um you know, it's just like running backs, right? That their value on a football field is fairly low because there are uh, an insane number of good enough running backs, right? So many guys who are just good enough to, you know, play the position, have a 1,000-yard season, 800-yard season, whatever, do what you need them to do. Um. So that's a point where it's, it's tough to really decide on should you pay a guy like Dalvin Cook when you can find a replacement-level player like Alexander Madison who can give you 90% of Dalvin Cook for 50% of the cost? Is it worth paying Dalvin Cook for that extra 10%? Um. But I think it comes to the thing where it's like, Having good players is more important than where the most valuable players are. Like, I'm sorry, if you have a a top five back, you got to pay him. You have a top five linebacker, you got to pay him. You have a top 10 receiver, you're going to pay him, you know, because sure, they aren't the offensive line where you're the most valuable player. You're not a corner, a quarterback, uh, uh, a defensive end, probably fits under that but I mean you can look at Laquan Treadwell right he's been awful in Minnesota and every other stop he's had I know he's been on a couple other teams he was not good in Jacksonville though right now he looks like their number one receiver it it it, I don't think I mean yeah there there is a talent level Devontae Adams is far and away the best receiver in the NFL and there are things he can do that no other guy can do. Justin Jefferson's on a different level. DeAndre Hopkins. But, I mean, the, the most NFL wide receivers, if they're willing to put in the work, they can be schemed and, if you have a good enough quarterback, they can be used and become, you know, a 1,000-yard receiver or, you know, a 10-touchdown guy. They just can't. So, it's weird. It's a weird choice, right? But... Huh. That's interesting. You know, I... Oh, did Cincinnati and Georgia already play college football? Um, God, these bowl game names are stupid. Um, we had, let's see. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Wyoming, beat Kent State 52-38. to 38. Nice. 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 Okay, I swear it just looked... This game looks like Cincinnati and Georgia. Why Cincinnati versus... Oh, that was last year apparently, I think, yeah, January 1st of 21, that was like the beginning of this year, whatever, Cincinnati almost beat them, so that's interesting, we'll look, we'll see how playoffs go. What is this? I don't even want to know. Um, Big, small? Are you big or are you small? Oh, yeah. Cooper Cup is now 329 yards from breaking Calvin Johnson's single season receiving record. So he's like 380 or so from... A 2,000-yard receiving season. Can we get the Cooper Cup for MVP train rolling, please? Like, goddamn. It's insane. He needs... God, it's tough. He needs that push, but also, I mean... When you watch him, he does not... He's not as skilled as Megatron, but he's going to beat Megatron's records. But he's also... He's never covered by the number one corner on another team, right? Like, he's covered, maybe, by their slot guy, who is normally your third or fourth corner on the depth chart. So... He hasn't had any tough assignments this year. Now, you still have to execute, and I get that, but he's not getting covered by a Jair Alexander. He's not getting guarded by, you know, Marlon Humphrey, Trey White. He's just kind of chilling, which is wild. But I don't know, man. I don't know. It's wild. I, I really feel like a quarterback should not get an award this year. There should not be a quarterback who wins the MVP, the Offensive Player of the Year. I don't even think Dak should win Comeback Player of the Year. It should go to Nick Bosa. It really should. Um, Dak has looked so shaky this year. And Nick Bosa has been dominant all season. So. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Wow. Aaron Rodgers is just too goddamn good at football. I I also still don't understand the obsession with Drew Lock. Um, he he's not good at football. I don't know why Broncos fans are so dumb we get it. He's tall. He's mediocrely athletic and he's white with a big arm that does not a good quarterback make dude. Can't throw accurately. He has no touch. He can't read a defense. He can't call plays. You can't tell me you trust him more with your team than you trust Teddy. Sure. Teddy can't throw at 800 yards. You don't need him to. Teddy has shown you he's good enough to make the deep throw. Just because your offensive coordinator doesn't call that does not mean he can't do it. The The throw to Tim Patrick in the Dallas game over Trayvon Diggs, while everybody was shitting on Trayvon Diggs for blowing another coverage. No, no. What happened there was a perfect throw from Teddy to Tim Patrick. There was nothing Trayvon could have done. There was no coverage he could have played that would have put him in a position to make a play on that ball. Like, Teddy has proven over and over all season that he can make these throws, that he can lead this team. Sure, he he got another concussion, which that's not great. Dude's got to stop scrambling. I know he, he's good at it, but he just can't. Yikes. <laughs> uh, I love this breakdown of Malik Willis, the Liberty quarterback. He should probably be like a fourth-round draft pick, right? But they said, you know, the quote that comes to mind when thinking of this kid is, your potential is going to get me fired. And that's absolutely it. He's got a ton of natural talent, but he doesn't have the footwork, doesn't have the accuracy, he doesn't read the field that well. He doesn't get the ball out fast. He makes horrible decisions. He just doesn't check the boxes, but he has that potential, Right which uh, the potential is going to get somebody fired. I don't know who but somebody's getting fired over it. That's it's hilarious. Oh, Jesus. The four greatest moments in Kirk Cousins' history. Kneeling the ball when he was supposed to spike it. Lining up underneath the guard. The interception he threw where the nearest receiver was fallen down 30 yards away. And, yes. Third and, like, five, sliding two yards before the first down when there was nobody within ten yards of him. Kirk Cousins, the greatest quarterback named Kirk for sure. That's about all I can give him, though. He's fucking bad. He's really not good, man. Dude, no way Joe Burrow is pro football focus's highest graded quarterback. Burrow's playing out of his mind this year. Absolutely. He's playing good. But that does not. He's not the best quarterback in the league. He's not. Th- th- there's just no reason. There's no reason for this. Uh I don't get it. Dude leads the league in interceptions, but you're going to say he's the best quarterback. Aaron Rodgers still exists, my guy. Come on. Come on. Get, get fucking real. Okay. The toxic phrase we need to stop saying around the holidays... Uh, The idea that you need to out-exercise food or earn any treats is extremely common to hear during the holiday season. Here's why this mentality needs to stop. Gotcha. We should never exercise for the sake of burning calories. We should exercise for cardiovascular health, for mental health, for emotional health. There's so many reasons to exercise. Burning calories shouldn't be one of them. Food doesn't need to be an emotional or moral experience. You are allowed to just have it. Fair enough. Why is Derek Henry trending on Twitter? Um... God, Derrick Henry is still top five in rushing yards and rushing TDs this season. Hasn't played since October. Jesus. I mean, yeah, give Jonathan Taylor the MVP. He deserves it. Give it to fucking anyone not named Tom Brady or Mahomes or Rogers. It doesn't need to be a quarterback award. It None of those guys are having the most outstanding season. None of them are having a historically great season. Jonathan Taylor might be. Cooper Cup has... So let's not give it to one of those other guys, right? It's true. Yeah, Derrick Henry hasn't played since week eight and is still fifth in rushing yards with 937. If he was healthy, nobody would be giving Jonathan Taylor MVP chance. No, because the dude would already have like 2,500 rushing yards. We'd have to be crowning him the greatest running back to ever exist already. It's true. But I was really hoping that he was trending on Twitter because he was uh, coming back or something. So, that's tough. That's tough. I feel like... I don't have a lot more to say this episode, but I can't call it yet because I don't want the record for the shortest episode to come today. It might, though, because I just don't know what to speak about. Um, I mean, Geekmas is almost over again. Dude, it's wild uploading a YouTube video every day for a month. I don't know how, like, Jacksepticeye PewDiePie, Markiplier, those guys did it for years. To be fair, they didn't stream every day, and they also have editors and stuff. But goddamn, that's, it's, it's a pain, man. I love it, but it's, it's dip, more difficult than you think. Um, what else is there? I, I already went over the new merch, which is dope. Um, I gotta get to work very soon, because this is episode 97, so we got 98, 99, we got three weeks until episode 100, right, so like January 12th-ish will be episode 100, I think, and I need to start getting a hold of people and seeing who's available to be on the show that day. And I need to, uh, get to work on the limited edition merch for episode 100. Gotta figure out what I want to do for that. Um... Probably just like the other ones, it'll be fairly, uh, simple. Fairly simple. Call of Duty games are on sale for PlayStation's holiday event. Got to work on making plans for my birthday stream. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for 2022. 2021 was great. 2020 was where we started, right? I mean, yeah, we, I had streamed, I had made content and stuff for a few years before that, but 2020 is where we really put our heads down and started the grind, right? And 2020 was good. 2020 was good. 2021 has been wild. It's been a whole different level. I want to ratchet this up next year. I want to make I want to make 2022 the best year of my life. Get going going to events, getting to meet people, more growth on Twitch, on YouTube, on TikTok. You know, pushing the podcast even more and more. I want 22 to be big. I want 2022 to be big. That's that's the hope. And I feel like it can be. Um we've we've made good strides this year and I think we can just continue to improve and improve and improve. And I mean we will uh be continuing to get better constantly. Jesus Christ, box office experts try to solve why Spider-Man No Way Home made so much money. Yeah, has the third biggest worldwide opening of all time, second biggest domestic opening of all time, pandemic be damned. Now box office experts are racking their brains to try and solve the mystery of how this movie found so much success when nearly every other movie is struggling to get much attention in theaters. You know, we're not box office experts here. But it's because it was fucking Spider-Man. Small, big. It's because it was fucking Spider-Man. The, maybe the most well-known superhero outside of Superman. But maybe, maybe more well-known. And maybe more well-loved. Spider-Man is, when it comes down to it, Everybody loves Spider-Man. Always. Everybody always loves it. I hate this. You dangle crossovers and nostalgia in front of people. Not I mean kind of you kind of did with the the villains. But, like, none of the stuff was advertised. Just because everybody talked about it doesn't mean that it was, you know, whatever. Superheroes movies are huge. Um, Spider-Man, everybody loves them. Zendaya, everybody loves her. That there's There's your reasons. It's... An unknown property like Spider-Man, who could have predicted it would be a hit? Nobody's ever heard of it before. Wild. Wild times. Wild times. Man, I really want to know what's going on with Deviation Games. We haven't gotten any announcements yet. Like, at all. If you guys remember, Deviation Games was Jason Blundell's new... Game development studio. Jason Blundell was the head for Call of Duty Zombies at Treyarch. But he left and formed his own studio with somebody else. Dave Anthony, that's right. But, I mean, they're creating a AAA title original, or a AAA original IP for Sony, so that's dope, but nothing. Like they announced the deal, but they didn't announce what it was. Yeah, they that no announcements. And I, I just wanna know, man. I'm impatient. I'm impatiently waiting. No patience about it. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. So there's a Kotaku article that says, developer says Halo is for everyone. Following harassment video, but that's never been true. What? Oh, God. Competitive game modes, including Halo's com- casually competitive quick play playlists, are built around the social pressure of good performance. You're expected to be good at violence and to do it at every opportunity. You are reminded of this every time you see the scoreboard, which displays your contributions to both teams. If Halo is to become, as Jackson predicts, a primary social space for the next lockdown, then it has to reckon with the reality of its design. 343's own head of design claimed that Halo is for everyone, which is true insofar as everyone can adhere to the social values and systems presented by the game, though at times, at the expense of their own dignity, conditional belongings... What the fuck? I say all of this as someone with a deep love for competitive video games, casual and ranked alike. But this love has been constantly or consistently compromised by design which incentivizes inner team competition as much as it does competition with your opponents and the complete lack of casual social space where players can meet new people without the pretense of competition. Halo's sandboxes are messy and fun players should be given the opportunity to explore them without needing to organize a group for custom game modes. Kotaku is literally arguing that it's alienating players by having a scoreboard. It would be better if everyone loaded into a map, shot each other for funsies for 10 minutes, and left with no competition whatsoever. I mean, the argument here is that in order to do well at this video game and enjoy it, you have to be good at it. That's, no. To, to, To enjoy the video game, you have to be good at it, which, no. But I mean, what activity in the whole world can you be entirely awful at, dislike doing it, and have it be fun? Why should a video game fit that? Imagine going to a museum and telling them to burn the Mona Lisa because you suck at painting. That's fucking stupid. Cool, you're not good at fps games then like don't play fps games. It's not that hard like there there are other video games we can there there are so many video games we can all enjoy right so. Yeah, I mean, there's so many things we can just enjoy. I don't know. I don't know why that has to be a thing, right? (sighs) I mean, I guess everybody's got to win, right? Or something. Some bullshit like that. I don't know. I'm a super big fan of Halo Infinite. It's been so good. Yikes. That Christmas dinner looks... It's got like turkey, bacon-wrapped something. Maybe potato. Nothing on this plate looks like it even has fucking salt on it, let alone actual flavored seasoning of any kind. That that Christmas dinner looks disgusting. See, that's the thing about Christmas, though. Everybody's tweeting about where's the this, where's the that. That's the thing about Christmas, Thanksgiving, these these where there's a big dinner traditions. Like, sure, there's always like, you know, a turkey, a ham or whatever, a potato of some kind. But everybody does it different. And. Okay, there is a picture, whatever the thing wrapped in bacon is. They tried to call it a pig in a blanket. Pigs and blankets aren't wrapped in bacon. They're wrapped in puff pastry, you. This is supposed to be a food Twitter page, and they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. That that annoys me to no end. It annoys me to no end, but, uh, I think that'll wrap it up for me for today. We will, uh, yeah, that'll be it for the Christmas kind of episode. We didn't really talk a lot about Christmas. Um, but we will be back next week. We got one more show in the month of December and in the year of 2021. And then, We will be moving on to 2022. So uh, thanks for watching. We'll catch you in the next one.